You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Richard McCoy. Josh Black. Vicki Jones. Kelly Mack. Linda Walsh. Laura Dotson. Peggy Rossmanith, Robbie Hale, Josh Black again, Al Cotero, Lydia Jones, Jane Grosson, Josh Dubb, Justin Wilson, Darius Neustad, Caitlin Graham, Cherie Whitley, Jennifer Romerschauser, Sarah Coons, Randy Allen, C.K. Lovelady, William Starrett, Austin, Walt Austin, James Jones, Garrett Hen. That's Jerry. Sean's Garrett, by the way. Really? Karen Outlaw. Bandit Darville. Yeah. And Ryan Starrett. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the list of donors to the Iron Man of Golf account. Walt Austin with the highest donation. We thank you. We thank all of you. We could not have had a better time. And what you gave will do so much good in this community in East Alabama. So again, thank you so, so, so much. It means a ton to be able to read so many names, people that we know and even more crazy people we've never met before that donated hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, to do effective ministry in East Alabama. So thanks again so much. Hit the theme, Jack. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched the struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. Where is? From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. Stadium. Eagle. We're going to get Walt on the show? We have to get Walt on the show. That's true. Walt has to come on the show. So, Walt, if you're listening, I'll send a DM on Twitter. We'll figure something out. I'll slide into Walt's TV DMs. <laughs> the correct Jordan Hare Stadium time is 8 10 p.m. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, brought to you cordially by Sonic Tools. There you go. And harbored by collegeofmagnolia.com. I'm Son of Crow, at Son of Crow 2 on Twitter. To one side of me, amateur statistician, engineer Ryan Starrett. No show notes, Ryan Starrett. Whoa! Off the rails. And to the other side of me, giving you full Fort Payne ASMR. It's a guy who has seen all of the Marvel movies now. AU Chief. Whatever it takes. Greetings, Orange and Truthers. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA draft, maybe. We're going to talk a little NFL draft. We're going to talk equestrian, gymnasticos. But first, does Ryan have a trivia question? I told you, there's no show notes tonight. Oh, man. Chief, do you have an Auburn-related trivia just question off the top of your head? Make a reference from the 90s that I probably won't understand, and we'll call it trivia. What is the other Spin Doctor song that you oh. have? I don't know the Spin Doctor oh. song. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, I, I know who they are, but no, I, never mind. I couldn't tell you the name of You them. don't know a Spin Doctor song? Two no. Princes? Two Princes. What's the other song? One Prince? No. Fresh, no, no, Fresh no. Prince? No. 
The other song is Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. That's right. And the other the other song is uh, What Time Is It? Four Thirty. That's my favorite. Uh, obscure, quasi obscure. Deep cut. Deep cut. <laughs> uh, spin Doctors. Is there going to be a basketball parody song to that this fall? Well, I already did one kind of on Twitter because Bruce Pearl said, I'm not a spin doctor in reference to like making something seem good that wasn't. And someone, one of the beat writers wrote, out of context, Bruce Pearl, quote, I'm, not, I'm no spin doctor. And I replied with, Little guards, little guards, little guards can't be wrong. That's good. That was great. Yeah, thanks, Steve. That was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> well, guys, Equestrian, Auburn Equestrian won its second national championship. I had a cousin there. Did you? Where I was the national championship? What'd you say? Where was the national championship? Waco, Texas. Waco, okay. This is Seems hence, appropriate. Yeah, hence the fact that I might have family in town. So one of my cousins, her daughter is super into horse riding. And they went down because she's a big Baylor person. Mm. And Baylor was in the national championship and hosting the national championship tournament. And, uh, and then Auburn turned won the daggum thing. Was there a lot Auburn of burlap was, there with uh, Chip and Joe? Yeah, and probably some chip yeah. lap all over the walls. <laughs> um, Auburn Equestrian did not lose a single Dude, thing this year. The wire to wire, as they say. Wire to wire. Did not lose a game. Domination. Match. Event. So horse school. Horse school. Equine. 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 Right? Equine? Isn't that the horse? G-U-N? I thought you were doing a, a horse noise. No, I'm doing a poor beatbox of Genuine's pony. Oh. Ryan, do you, you weren't well, alive when well, that song came out. I just said Genuine. I know. Were you alive when that song came out? What year did it come out? Mm-hmm. Uh, 1998. Let's see. Yes. Ryan, let's see. I think. I know who Donna Meagle's cousin is. Donna Meagle. That's right. <laughs> Genuine. Oh, Brian. Oh, trivia question. How do you spell genuine the song, the, the artist, not the G- word? G-I-N-U-W-I-N-E. There yeah, it is. Look at you. Brian. Genuine well, was the debut single of America. Uh, Pony, the debut single. I have a feeling they played Pony a lot at Skybar. So. They played Pony a lot at my junior high and high school. Because yes. It came out in 1996. Oh, man. They did not play it at my preschool, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it was the producer of Timbaland's Breakthrough. Wow. So. Oh, um, Ryan and I saw Endgame. There you go. It was really awesome when Thor... And boom! Batman dies. Batman dies. I did see a, um, a spoiler on, uh, on Twitter. Did you? I think. Yeah, I think it was. But again, last time the Avengers was out, during the last Avengers, I saw spoilers, kind of. Because, like, I didn't see it for weeks. After it came out, it may have been like not till on Netflix that I saw oh, man. Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew about the snap. Or I knew, or, I, know, I didn't know about the snap. I knew that half of people died. Okay. I didn't know which half, except for Spider Man, because mm-hmm. it had become a meme by then. Yeah. And I didn't know how. The dumbest thing about the Infinity I knew it was Thanos. But yeah, but even then, going into it, knowing all that, it was still an amazing film. So I'm excited about Without it. Without any you. spoilers, Chief, where does it rank in your new rankings? I haven't, I haven't, you haven't gotten that far I, yet. I haven't placed it. This is this now. Do you have let a me, feeling like top five? Top I heard, five? I heard a very interesting point on this because it's getting like 98 percent around. I think it's a little high. And this one guy, I like, I can't remember if he's a cycling writer or a soccer writer because it's two guys that look a lot alike and have like the same avatar on Twitter, but they're not the same guy. 
one of them said that uh, he thinks there's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome when it comes to Marvel movies at this point with critics yeah. because if it's even a little good... They have to say it's great. Because we have spent so much time with these characters. I actually... It's like, I don't want to say that I've wasted... Actually buy into that. 30 so, hours So when you see one that doesn't score like 95 it's or above, bad. it's probably not very yeah. that good. That's the way I feel about it. I will say, Endgame, to me, if you were just watching it as a standalone movie... You would not... You wouldn't, there's no point in that. Completely lost. It's more like a 10-season-long yeah. TV finale. Like yeah. Finale. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, it, it wraps up any loose ends. That's right. The only negative part. review I read of it was some guy saying... They didn't explain all the characters. They added he didn't... He didn't know what was going on. You had to have seen all the movies. Not not all of them. There's there's probably about six, I'd say, that you really should I haven't should seen see. Captain Marvel, and I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, Can I see this movie? I'd probably see Ant-Man and the Wasp, just because, um, I mean, from the previews, clearly Ant-Man's in it. Yeah. Um, I, you don't really have... As long as you know who Captain Marvel is, I know about kinda, Captain Marvel, yeah. I mean... That's about it. That's about all you need to know. Okay. Because they ran the Wasps on Netflix. So I might yeah, just that check that out and then go. Um, Paul Rudd's a great actor, by the way. I love he's, Paul Rudd. He's funny. Paul Rudd is so good that I I almost feel like he's too good in everything he's in to the point where, like, if he has a bit part in something, he's all I remember about that thing because he's so good at it. Similar like when he's on Parks and Rec. He's yeah. like incredible. Yeah, he's great. Bobby in Newport. those scenes <laughs> that I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that because of Bobby Newport. Not because of literally all of the other guys do a great job in those those that in those parts of that episode or that season. Right. But I remember Bobby Newport. Um but yeah, in game, uh it, I'll say this. this way more than the equestrian team that won their second well, national championship. Do any of us know anything about no, equestrian? Okay. Hunt seat? I know a lot about equestrian. <laughs> I covered some equestrian matches in college. Um, I, I will say that it is not my top three hasn't moved. Okay. Which were Guardians, Winter Soldier, Infinity War. So. Um, is it better than so Iron you, Man So two? you liked Infinity War better? Yeah, I did. Is it better than Iron Man 2? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. About when Captain we America revisit it with spoilers, I will make a comment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah, I don't... Specifically about a certain movie. Uh, one, one word or phrase review, um, go see it. Okay. Go see him. Go see it. Let me ask it's you phrase. Phrase. this question. Did you know Auburn won a gymnastics national championship? An individual gymnastics yes. national championship. Yeah, that was pretty cool, yeah. right? But I don't... I read somewhere that that was like our first ever... Individual champion? I think so, is that yeah. right? I think, I think that's correct, yes. Way to go. Auburn is not a... Um, We're a competent gymnastics school, but um, in the past, we just haven't, we haven't been... Gymnastics is, tough, is a tough one because in college, it's kind of one of those things where a couple of teams win it so much. Right. That, and because it's completely subjective. And we're in the same state with the, like, one of the most dominant gymnastics well, teams. Which Utah, is, uh, Georgia, Alabama... Alabama UCLA, those mm. four teams have won like most of the gymnastics right. national championships. So they obviously are going to get better scores at this mm. point because it's again a completely subjective sport. Right. So like the judges will put more stock in what a girl does if she already has UCLA on her shirt. Right. Because I don't know. So is this like the, the five star bump for an Alabama recruit? It's similar, except it actually is real. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, she's a freshman too. Did yeah, you know that? 
So that's pretty wild. Congrats. Yeah, big time congrats. We're uh, also coming up on the Women's World Cup this oh, summer. Yeah. No Auburn players are connected to this at all, but it is hopefully where we want, probably one day we'll see some Auburn players. Hey, Brie Foldinho, she's, she's in the system. Brie Foldinho nominated for Women Athlete of the Year at the AUSPYs. I don't know. What do they call it? The Auspies? Yeah, Auspies. Those aren't on TV or streaming or anything, no, no, no. but they tweet about them like they're a big deal. It's basically an athletics banquet. I know. And, and it, they let people vote, but then the votes don't actually count. These commercials make drinking Corona look really fun. Like it's the best time <laughs> in the world. Sorry. Here's some clear bottled beer that's going to taste really bad if it's been in the sun. <laughs> and we're drinking it in the sun. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Uh, soft serve ice cream commercial. So, yeah. we're getting distracted, guys. Well, soft serve. Who's not distracted by it? Um, got Bryce. Brown, Chuma Okiki, yeah. Jared Harper. Oh, yeah, we haven't really talked about this. Are all four. That's three. That's three. Yeah. yeah are three, all three, hopefully, going to be in NBA Summer League rosters? Yeah. For, oh, hopefully for them. <laughs> no, one, um, no one else declared, correct? Right. Austin missed the deadline and then declared that he was coming back after the deadline. Well. So. But, I mean, clearly he was coming. if you knew that the deadline had come and passed, you knew he was coming back. So it was kind of funny that at the basketball we won't bank, know, he coming back. We won't know until... You have to, Austin. Other, or, or you're tough to transfer. Those are your only two options at that point. <laughs> we won't know until, I think it's mid-June, uh, whether or not Jared and Chuma are right. definitely gone. Right. Um, Although Chuma's been invited to the combine. Right. I mean, we... To, in, to interview, I guess? Yeah. yeah. Talk okay. to teams. I mean... Again, if he does my plan... He's going to get in. My plan is, all right, Chuma, if you're listening, bud, get you a wheelchair, motorized one. Put your leg up, rest on your lap, a laptop opened up. thought you were going to say roll in like, no. shave your head, roll in like your Professor X. No, you roll in on your motorized wheelchair with a laptop in your lap. Professor Chuma. And when you get in front of a team, in front of like a group of GMs or whoever you're interviewing with, you just hit that space bar on that computer and it plays. Just the highlights just flip of the it first around half. So they can see it? Yeah, 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 flip it around. And you're playing just the highlights of the North Carolina game. I mean, and then when it's over, you close that laptop, turn around, wheel on out. Because all they need to see is that game. Because he, against three future NBA players, was the best player on the court for 30 minutes. And then he got hurt. But for 32 minutes, he's the best player on the court. Yeah. Again, and against a team that has three pros, one of which, Kobe White, could be an all-star. Yeah. Did, did he declare? He declared, right? Yeah. 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 He declared when he signed with North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear Chuma has a great chance of being drafted. I mean, just yeah, drafted. Yeah, he's still, I still, so, I think he's probably mid-second. But again, just like the NFL... It only takes one team yeah. to decide, you know what? We can't wait around until our second round pick. We'll take him at the bottom of the first. There really isn't a ton of difference in terms of talent level mm-hmm. in guys who are right. taken at the bottom of the first well, in the middle of the second. Outside top five or Outside 10. top 16, when you get out of the lottery, it really is all the same guy. Yeah. Um, the main difference in that is money. Um, but for the most part, like guys who get after 30th and guys who get after 36th, 
have about the same chance of going to the pros. I mean, what are the odds making he, a team? What are the odds he gets up there to the to the combine and talks with some teams that are like, hey, we don't think anybody's gonna pick you. We'll pick you up as an undrafted free agent and give you this. That that could happen. It's against the rules. Oh. Yeah. But it that could is happen. insane for something like that to be. You can't you can't tell a guy if you go undrafted, I can we'll we'll offer you. See that seems because it's too early to begin negotiating a contract. Yeah, that's true. I believe that would be tampering at that point. And the NBA has some very funky tampering rules. Yeah. Now, if, if some member of the team... Le- if LeBron right. would say that he wanted him on the Lakers, right. yeah. not LeBron would just officially be officially like, hey. tampering. Yeah. But he wouldn't. He couldn't say that. He couldn't say, I want the Lakers. He would just say, oh man, that Chumo Kiki's really good. And then everybody would know. Because that's <laughs> right. not against the rules. What a... It's a weird league. Wow. Especially league. nowadays. That I mean, it's not as weird as, you know, having a bunch of players play for no money and... Then. That's true. And risk severe brain injuries. <laughs> Speaking of risk and severe brain injuries, the NFL draft was this week. Oh. You guys want to talk about the fact that Auburn set a record? What is more what is more important to you? That Auburn set a record for number of players drafted, or that Auburn did not have any players drafted in the first two rounds? I think that's a little I, I think there's a little bit of both. I, I think the beating of the chest over the most players drafted when most of them were in the last what two rounds? Sure, is not uh, exactly. That's a little disingenuous, um, but it is nice that we've got people drafted um, more than we've ever gotten drafted before. Right. So in the seven round. Era. Right. 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 NFL draft used to be like fifteen rounds. But like, yeah. well, I the thing about what Gus has done is that he there is something to be said for producing first round draft picks. Like Saban has done in Alabama, well, they set a record for most first round pick, first two round picks ever. I believe. Right. There's also something to be said for just having dudes good enough to get in the draft. Right. Where if you look at the Chiswick teams, like I don't think how many guys in the 2010, 2011 teams even got drafted. There was more star power on those teams, mm. but those I, were guys that were going to get drafted regardless I, of where yeah, they like, went to school. I saw this number bef- uh, pre Gus, and I think that includes Gus. Here as coordinator, um, the we have vastly increased our number of people that get drafted since before Gus. Yes. Oh yeah, I can believe that for sure. I mean, Tubbs didn't have a lot of dudes, right? Tubbs didn't. We had we had one giant, like really good class where we yeah. had three first round picks. Yeah. I mean, but we had that oh, four four the, oh, four first round picks because we had uh, Carlos Rogers, yeah, Carnell, Ronnie, and Jason yeah. all going first. Four first round picks on that team. All of five draft and the two thousand six draft even were were both pretty heavy with Auburn players in the past. That I think yeah, all but Jason Campbell went to a Pro Bowl off of that. Mm, did Jason Campbell not go to I a Pro Bowl? I don't think he went to a Pro Bowl. I'll have to look that up, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, maybe not. So, but yeah, like those 04 drafts, the 03 draft, Carlos Stansby. We um, had all the receivers go in the year after, right? Yeah. The 05 draft? Who? Right. Uh, oh, Ron, 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 Ron. They both stuck in the league for Corey Taylor years. Corey Taylor for a while. And, yeah. But then you look at like Chiswick's teams. I mean, that 2010 team. Did not put a lot of dudes in the, in the league. You had Cam and Fairley, and then... That offensive line was so good at Auburn. Did not put a lot of dudes in the league. Right. I think Zimba got picked up by the Panthers, but I don't think he stuck around for a while. And there were a couple of defensive guys that came through Auburn and were either late-round picks or even under the free agents and actually did stick around. Yeah. 
Um, like Darren Bates is Darren Bates has been in the league forever. Isn't Robinson Therese uh, in the league still? Is he? Uh, I think as of this past year or two, I don't think so. And I think isn't Rudy Ford in the league? These are Gus guys, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like Nico Thorpe, yeah, was in the league forever. Formerly Nico Lipsky. Josh Bynes was in the league. That's right. Josh Bynes is in the league forever. Josh Bynes is in the league this forever. Guy. Knowing about recruiting stuff over here. That was part of my, when I was working for the sports oh, okay. information okay. department. I know a lot of sports information. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let me just run through, for those who don't know, the guys that did get drafted uh, this past week. Uh, Jamel Dean went uh, third round, 30th pick to Jamel Dean, or wow, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Jared Stidham went 431 to the New England Patriots. Darius Slayton went 533 to the New York Giants. Steal. Uh, for a terrible Deshaun draft. Davis went 637 to the Cincinnati Bengals. Also a steal. Chandler Cox went 719 to the Miami Dolphins. Watch out, Josh Rosen. Chandler Cox could be in the league for a billion years, too. It's like Jake Rogers. Could be, or just... And Dontavis right. Russell, <laughs> 721 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that they book in Russell. That's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, so it was a lot of late round And a bunch picks. of guys picked up already in undrafted free agents. It's too bad Sundaric's right. not still with the Jags. He could, uh, you know. Yeah, and Corey Grant as well. The Bucks are going to have, could start an all-Auburn defensive backfield. Hmm. And they have a the running back that's an Auburn guy, right? Yeah. Peyton Barber. Yeah, that's right. Look at me. Oh, look at you. <laughs> all the names. I did some research today. <laughs> He probably found out I didn't do show notes and thought he had to listen yeah. to Yeah, <laughs> brushing up on my Auburn knowledge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, out of all these guys, I think Jarek Siddham probably is the biggest winner of the group. Winner, uh, except money-wise, I thought he was going to go well, third round. I thought he was a third-round pick. I really right. did. And yeah, you know, I, I, you probably I thought he was fine. a second-day pick. Fourth round. Yeah. Yeah. But still... Going to the Patriots. Big deal. We all yeah, said the deal. whole time he's not ready to start no. anytime soon, but he has more talent than just about anybody in this draft. Is he significantly worse? I Again, I don't watch a ton of college football besides Auburn. Is, is Jarrett a lot worse than the Duke quarterback that the Giants picked? No. The top Number six? Of the draft? No, no, that guy's not even the best quarterback in the ACC. So. Well, the best quarterback in the ACC is a- well, Freshman. not even the second best quarterback in the ACC. Yeah, SB Nation ranked him. He was ranked in their top 100 prospects in the NFL draft, but he was number 100. He is. Uh, and they picked him sixth. That was a wild pick. As he's a very Manning esque, as uh, yeah. Gettleman liked to put it, just because he was coached by. He was Cuckers. white with kind of a dumb face. As a Cowboys fan, thrilled. Just absolutely <laughs> thrilled about what the Giants have done in this draft. Besides yeah. Darius Slayton. Yeah, yeah Darius well, Slayton. Not uh, thrilled with what the Redskins did. They actually put together a pretty decent little draft. I'll be worried about the yeah, Redskins whenever Smith. they yeah. actually do something. We don't have Alex Smith. There was some thought that the Panthers might take Jarrett Stidham, but they took uh, uh, Will Greer instead. Which I think is a pretty good pick for them. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Cam- I, didn't, I honestly didn't pay a lot of attention to this draft because most of the time I was spent thinking about uh, Endgame this week. Right, we were actually... <laughs> In I saw it a the, second time. It's better than on second viewing, yeah. too. I should. We were, Chief and I were actually in the 7 o'clock yeah. show. I wasn't even invited to this. Really? I don't think so. We've talked about, we probably <laughs> talked about going. Um, I, I need to go to a morning showing. I need to do. I'll go with you. Hey, tomorrow okay. is a $5 Tuesday. Well, I don't know if they're probably a terrible idea. I'm, I have it on good authority that they're, they, they're pretty sure they're going to sell out every Yeah, you might want to go next time. Tuesday. Yeah, maybe. Or um, Wednesday. 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 Like Tuesday at like a matinee showing? Yeah. 
I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll put some calls in. <laughs> There's some people who know. Who, who I'd have to work out child care, so I don't know. Yeah. I'll just call him and see we got Jared. Well, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Crow, Crow got to meet yeah. some uh, Auburn celebrities. I met Bo Jackson uh, on Saturday. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you a funny story about, about Bo Jackson. So I see, I pull into the first break station of Bo Bikes Band, which is 14 and a half, 15 miles in. I didn't really need a break at that point, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat. Uh, at every brake station just to keep my legs because that's the the most important thing on these long rides is that you really don't eat enough and mm-hmm. that's what you actually you don't think you need food but you really can't you cannot eat too much when so, you're riding a bike this way. what was this route uh what was the oh yeah it's a great route actually now that i have it saved on my phone you're gonna do this every weekend i'm gonna do it a lot um maybe not the full 60 but a lot of it yeah so you, we went out like from campus, kind start, of a, start on campus. We started at, at the arena, okay. And we kind of went this back roads way to Notosoga High School. We didn't go down oh, wow. 14, okay. But the first break station was at Notosoga High School. Wow. And then you take a. So did you go? Did you go down Glen and or not no? Glenn, it's Ma- we uh, went like Batch, behind, we went old road past the farmhouse. Yeah. Okay. So you went down yeah. old road and just went. Way out that way? Way out that way. Okay. We get to the Notice High remember, School, as I say. and then we hang a, hang a left, and just start heading under, we go underneath 85, and then into downtown Tuskegee, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, we're out like in the National Forest, I believe, yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah, And that's, we hit the second break station I thought, at that I thought that point. was cool. Yeah, it's super cool. So the second break station was 35 miles in. Um, way out. And then... After this, between the second and third brake station. So I, when I looked at the route online, I was like, why is the third brake station 51 miles in of a 60-mile ride? Like, nine miles left, they give you a brake station. It's because between those two brake stations is all basically all the climbing. Oh, man. On the, on the whole ride. <laughs> that so was like, awful. It Did is, you at the end of the ride? Yeah, you got to yeah. go up at some point. You're going, because the first half of the ride trends downhill, and the second half trends uphill. So that the was, first brake station. That sounds I, horrible. I'm stopped and I'm grabbing some trail mix. I go to the bathroom, get some Gatorade. And I look up and Bo Jackson is sitting like inside the passenger area of a car. Like a car is parked and he's gotten in. He just kind of sat in the seat with his bike leaned up against the car. And he's drinking a bottle of water. And, and I go up. I go, man, nobody's talking to Bo. So I go up and I say, hey, can I get a picture with you? And, somebody, and I ask somebody to take a picture with me. And so I... This lady's taking a picture of me, and I ask Bo, hey, Mr. Jackson, did you ever hear the song We've Got? I saw you in Minnesota. And he said, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, did you hear the song We've Got, Jared? And he said, nope. <laughs> I said, well, see you later. Like, <laughs> but like, of course Bo Jackson's never heard We've Got, Jared. No. Like, Bo Jackson is not a normal human being. He doesn't, yeah. like, he probably doesn't have, like, the internet. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no. He's just like out doing super. It, it was things. wild. We ran into so Bo him. Bo doesn't know we got your Bo doesn't know. We we ran into him multiple times in uh in Minnesota, and the first time was getting. I was waiting to get off the elevator, and it was a full elevator. People getting off, and of course, people see Bo Jackson out there, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, War Eagle, Bo!" I'm the last guy off, and of course, he's just going war eagle, war eagle, war eagle, war eagle, yeah, war eagle. That's what he said. Like he was literally doing that. War eagle, war eagle, war eagle, war eagle, war eagle. Yeah, and and I I didn't realize it was him. Like I wasn't. I was in the back of the elevator. I, this guy's saying that. I was like war eagle, and then I was like, 
Oh, it's Bo Jackson. I was like, oh, it's Bo. Uh, and then the next time, uh, when I was getting off the elevator going out of the hotel, and he was coming back in, this is probably 30, 40 minutes later after this, and uh, and again, ran into him, not knowing yeah. who he was. I was like, yeah. oh, 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 War Eagle Bo. And that was it. Poor guy. Could oh, n- cannot bro. move without, especially in a big group of Auburn people, uh, without people. What know, I noticed, because I ran into him again on the third break station. What I noticed about Bo Jackson is I feel like at some point, like he's been, Bo Jackson has been Bo Jackson now for a long time. Right. And so I, it has to be wearing on him. Well, I, I think everyone, like everybody wants to come up to him. He was always talk. kind of a shy, quiet guy, I believe, before. And um, if you're shy, he's a super introvert. You can tell he's yeah. introvert as all get out. Plus the stutter thing. He'd rather be out in the woods hunting oh. boar or something. Yeah. And like, you know, he it wasn't that he didn't want to talk to people, but it was just kind of like, like man, I'm, I'm also trying to ride this bike. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm riding 60 miles here. I man. will say that he uh, can flat out fly on a bicycle. So oh, I'm, I'm which sure. you don't. Like I did oh, not man. expect that. Well, Jackson well, was, was good at some athletic feat. Yeah, well, who could have thought? Here's the thing. I how was Brett? Brett was so fast. Brett Favre actually, I didn't see him all. Day. He looked pretty slim. Yeah, I, in, I in think the picture. I think so Brett ready to uh, quarterback the what, Redskins. I don't know. Yeah, the Giants? <laughs> I, I think Brett has been right because he and the rest of the VIP started before oh, us. Okay. Right, right. And then they let the first group of regulars out. Please tell me he was riding in his Wranglers. No, he had a full Brett Favre cycling jersey on, um, with like fours all over it. <laughs> I was about to say, no, he yeah. I wish it. and he started. He started some like outdoor adventure company called. Of course, like, of course outdoors. he did. Of course he did. And it was a four outdoors jersey. He had like three other guys with him. They were pacing him. So they take off along with a couple other people I didn't know or recognize or care, and then the rest of us go. And I think Bo pulled up the rear. He left after everybody. Um, I'm not 100% sure what, if he rode the full thing or not. Because I saw him at the first brake station, and then I saw him at the third brake station. Okay. But then I left the third brake station with like nine miles to go. And like, I saw let's him. Get this over with? Yeah, I saw yeah. him getting on his bike. I was like, okay, I got nine miles to go. He is riding. I was like, oh, crazy. He is riding this part. So I'm, I'm cruising. And I actually, like, we're going, actually, my fastest five mile segment was the five miles right after the last break station because I was ready to get yeah, yeah. done. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear this like... <laughs> of really, really, really nice high-end uh, race bikes make this really cool noise when guys are just trucking. And I could hear that it was a group. And so I pull over a little bit to the right. right. All of a sudden, Bo Jackson is just out of the saddle and moving up my left at great speed. Along with three guys, two guys behind him who were in like full, like Team Trek uniforms, because Trek was helping put on the event. Yeah. So I'm sure they gave him two guys to help, like yeah. pace him and, and take turns pulling. Not bad for a guy that's had a hip replacement. And not bad for a guy that probably was 250 pounds. <laughs> well, it, I'm it, looking at. Have going, you seen yeah, his quads though? Guys. But dudes, if you watch a bike race, you will not see oh, anybody no. who looks like that. Right. Like. So he weighs a hundred pounds more than anybody. You don't see else a guy <laughs> that looks like him doing most of the yeah. things he does. Tell me, were you using the uh, same gloves you played golf in? Earlier? No, I wore fingerless gloves. Oh, okay. fingerless gloves. Yeah, fingerless oh. gloves. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, cold enough to wear the finger gloves. <laughs> Full finger, as they call them. No, I. I uh, here's another weird thing that happened. Half a dozen times on this bike ride, 
somebody commented, somebody different commented on my bike as if it was like from a museum. Like somebody. <laughs> like would, nice bike, old no, man. No, they were like, oh, sweet vintage bike. <laughs> and like, my bike is an early 2000 model, maybe 99, but between 99 and 2001 model Cannondale that I bought used, but it's got great components and it was a great setup. And I've had it since 2009, mm. but it, I had no idea that it's like, I mean, it's retro, that, man. Yeah. Apparently it's retro. It doesn't have like down tube shifters. It's like got normal <laughs> shifters. Really nice. It's full Dura-Ace. At the time it was a really expensive bike, but uh, yeah, three, six people were like, oh man, cool bike. One lady said, I reminded her of the movie Breaking Away, which is one of the two greatest movies ever about bikes. But breaking <laughs> and I told her, I go, what's, what's, what's the other American Flyers with Kevin Costner? Which, oh, okay, if you can, if all right, you, guys, just some homework for everybody listening to this. If you watch the movie American Flyers and do not say that's just one of the best sports movies you've ever seen, you're crazy. Well, it's a sports movie with Kevin Costner with a mustache. Oh, boom! I didn't even mention the best part. Kevin <laughs> Costner has this incredible mustache. And he's riding for Team 7-Eleven in a fictional Team bike 7-11. race in Colorado. Is this like yeah. the Gleaning the Cube of bike racing movies? No, it's that, terrific. That's a uh, rollerblading, well, yeah. uh, skateboarding. America, so and then American Flyers. And then the movie the Breaking Away is a movie about, a, oh, it's like rough and tumble Indiana. It's this incredible Indiana, University of Indiana bike race that's still going on. And traditional thing. And these townies win it. Over some college students. Oh, nice. Classic movie. And I think it has somebody breaking away is a coming of age drama. So what directed I directed with oh, directed okay. by Peter Yates, starring Dennis Quaid. Oh, so that's Quaid. that's who you wanted to see in that movie. And Daniel Stern is in that movie. Oh, from Home Alone. Look at that. Um, I I, I have a theory on why they treat you like this. Uh, by keep. Uh, cycling seems like the type of hobby where everybody's into the gear. Oh, and, it's and super so, gearhead hobby. So everybody wants to have the best and, and greatest. So if somebody's riding something that's you know a little older, then it's like whoa, retro. It was. They acted as if they were on the golf course, and I was using wooden woods. Oh, yeah. The but putter you were using was pretty sweet. The putter I was using on the golf course, I remember, was pretty sweet. You got a you got a new putter? <laughs> I got a new putter. Someone gave me a set of golf clubs. It was a ten iron, right? And it. They're like old clubs, and it, it says ten iron, but it's a putter. Uh-huh. It's like a blade, and it is really rad. Oh, okay. But yeah, but my bike is not that old. Ste- it was a step up from his suitcase putter, which broke down into three parts. Yeah, oh. I have a suitcase putter for my office. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty nice. It's exa- I call it the. Exa- <laughs> so did somebody swoop up and get you a new somebody, set of clubs? Somebody saw you. A guy named Rick, who I know is a really nice guy, said, "Hey." I, he basically has like collections of old donated mm-hmm. golf clubs, mm-hmm. and he went and put it together himself. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, but your homework, Ryan and Chief, is to watch the movie Breaking Away Breaking or, Amer- or American Flyers. Your choice. Uh, they're probably both I of them. I was supposed to watch Captain Ron. Oh no, no, we're doing that together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely doing that's that another one of our summertime. So here's the three things that are going to happen this summer. Number one. I'm going to go on a lot of bike rides, and I'm going to start putting them on Twitter and advertising, like, Ride with Crow or whatever. Oh, Just yeah. There used to be a, people who do that. A, a running club somewhat like that. That sounds fun. Uh, we would start out downtown, run around, run about a 5K, end up back at Coyotes and have a beer. That's a great ride. idea. Yeah. Second I thing's going to happen. Ryan and I talked about it. We're starting a bocce ball weekly. Bocce ball. Where? 
Well, I don't know. We can play probably over by. I've never played bocce ball before. We can play anywhere. There's grass, so we so can like up this park up here. Crow's front yard. Yeah, and... play at the house. We can play at Sanford Lawn. We can play anywhere. There's grass. This summer, Sanford Lawn might be a pretty good spot. Okay. Then the third thing is a Captain Ron watch party. Oh yeah. Which we have to discuss when that's going to be, but that's part of our summer schedule. The Captain nice. Ron watch nice. party. Probably somewhere so, in summer, summer is upon us too. They summer just, is upon students us. are going home. Baseball will be over in another month. Uh, Guys, baseball play plays the, uh, the Tide in a couple of days. Mm. Play the Tide, which I think means we should probably go watch them again and record another pod. Well, that, at the Iron yeah, Bowl of baseball. The, yeah, the Diamond. Uh, I don't know. I was going to try something there and it didn't work. The out. The Iron Diamond. Maybe that sounds like a movie. About. Iron Diamond starred Steven Seagal. Yes, exactly. Uh, where he goes to Russia and has to steal a diamond. A man. Save the world. Disavowed by the military <laughs> in the country he served. Uh, Makes it right. You can play a little pickup basketball this summer too, Chris? Oh, man, absolutely. I really want to do some, some play some basketball. Oh, yeah. Frank Brown? God awful at pickup basketball. I go okay. so You've seen me play golf. You will not be the worst person out there. Oh, I'll be real terrible. I, I actually played basketball for a lot of my life, and I haven't played in forever. So. Are you better at basketball than I am at hitting golf balls? No. Right, I am really bad. Okay, let's, let's put it this way: I'm probably better at basketball than first hole crow. Yeah, first hole crow was. But you improved, Rusty. First hole crow. First hole crow is uh, my new band. Oh, you know what? We skipped right on past uh, basketball recruiting. Yes. Okay. So let's. I was going to talk about that another off oh, sports topic. But how about we talk about Sonic Tools first? They're our new sponsor. Sonic Tools, the best tools for the job you've got to do. <laughs> Summertime, you're going to have plenty of projects. You're going to have to re- refresh your tool set. I should probably look up whether they make pneumatic tools while I'm over here making the uh, pneumatic tools sound. Pneumatic. When you, uh, I know they have tools for professional jobs. Tools for cool guys. Yeah. And when you're, when you're you know, a guy and you see a guy working on something in his front yard, of course you're going to walk over there and say, hey, what are, you, what are you working on? What do you got going on? Had that happen to me today? It's going to happen every time you do it because that's what guys do. Mm-hmm. When you see a guy with the Sonic Tool chest, you know he's serious. You know he's a serious guy, and you know he supports local businesses. That's right. So, guys, basketball recruiting. I think Auburn might mess around and sign the number one recruiting class in 2019. I have it on uh, somewhat good authority that we may very well do that. If this Greg Brown kid from Austin, Texas, signs with Auburn, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, what, what's a comp for him? Because I have Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a comp for him. He's not as NBA long and skinny forward. as him, but yeah. yeah. Uh, he is. So does that make us the Warriors in this situation? Where we're just well, we already are. We already are the Warriors. We already are the Warriors. Okay. In this situation, Auburn would sign. We'd be signing Isaac Cora, who I really think, legitimately, is a Ka- Kawhi Leonard comp. Um, okay. And then sign a kid named Crip Brown. The next year, yeah. Well, and we're just well okay. As of right now, we're pretty. Shreve, that's the thing. Greg Brown's so good that we don't have to talk about Sharif right. Cooper. That, that's He's like the number twenty prospect. Yeah, right. Sharif Cooper will be far and away the best player we've ever signed, and until we sign Greg, Brown. until we sign Greg Brown, uh, Sharif Cooper. Everybody seems to think is definitely coming to Auburn. Yeah, that's what that's that's, that's, that's pretty much the consensus. He even said something about like, oh yeah, Jared's leaving. So yeah, blah blah. blah. Uh, we're also looking at this BJ Boston kid. Great name. Yeah, who's plays with Sharif Cooper uh, over Assuming and BJ Isaac Okora. BJ is just Baller Jr., right? Yeah, of yeah, course. Baller Jr., of course. Boston. Um, 
and he's another top 25 guy, I think. I like, hope he gets drafted by the Celtics so his jersey says Boston on both sides. Because that would be rad. Playing for the name on the Boston. front and the back. I think uh, <laughs> there's a really good chance that Auburn is, talent-wise, a better basketball team in 2021. Oh, 2020. Fall yeah. 2020 than we, are, than we were last year. Of course. Um, and there's a, there's a chance for a better basketball team talent-wise. This coming fall. It's possible. Um, That's how good Isaac Okoro is. Isaac Okoro is really, really good. He already had his jersey retired at his high school. He's still playing for the team. Well, not when anymore. Season's over, but he's still enrolled in school. Right. And they've retired his jersey. Um, Isn't he going to the same high school as those guys? He goes to the same high school um, as Sharif Cooper and B.J. Boston. Yeah. And Stretch. Stretch, yeah. We just what I like about Bruce is he's a very efficient recruiter. You just find the best high school and just get all those kids. Well, uh, it's the Atlanta area, I believe, right? It's over in Georgia. Atlanta is notorious, and so it's one of the best basketball cities in yes, the country. Exactly. So go find the best team and get all their players. Atlanta is notoriously a high school basketball town. It's also a private. Also, also a a high school football and high school baseball. Yeah, town. but but in terms of just like like. The Falcons, people care about the Falcons, and people care about college football in Atlanta. People don't care about college basketball in Atlanta, and they don't really care about no. the Hawks. No. But they really care about high school basketball in Atlanta. They're also a private school, I believe, so these are also the best guys from around town. Yeah, so the high school might be recruiting. Right, right. that's what I was about it to say. <laughs> Why wouldn't you if you're a private yeah. school? Um, so, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, Josh Smith went to a private school in Atlanta. Dwight Howard went to a private school in Atlanta. I, I really think the, the 20... I went to public school in Atlanta. Ryan the twenty twenty school in Atlanta. Yeah, the 2020 signing class or 2021 signing class, whatever, however you... 2021 signing class is not going to be as good because... Oh, Cora will be on campus this year. Yeah. So the 2020 signing class is the one where we have to capitalize on us making the Final Four this And year. we have to capitalize on the fact that that is the last year in which kids are not eligible to go to the NBA after Is that school. official? That's official. From what I understand, okay. 2021 will be the first year where kids will go straight to the pros again. Again. Okay. So Auburn has to capitalize on the fact that he can get pros yeah. to play for them. Well, I, I've always thought that, that kind of stinks now because I've always thought Auburn's path uh, is really two-year guys. Well, it has to, but if you can get Greg Brown... Uh, right, no, no, but what I'm saying is is that's Auburn's path now, but when the one-and-dones are gone, basically. Right. Then everyone's then, getting two-year guys. Well, then the people that are getting one-and-dones now are getting two-year well, guys. Well, one, one-and-done will still exist. Guys will still do it. True. But. Because there will be guys that need to just develop Like Carmelo. Bodies. Carmelo could have gone pro at high school. Yeah. But went to Syracuse for one right. year. Because. I'm not 100 percent sure why, but the reason did. they the reason they started that rule is because they had so many dudes that were busts, like right. that were just awful. They started the rule because basketball to protect the have, owners. Did right. basketball not have enough of a minor league system to accommodate? They didn't have one at all. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, the the D league was very new at that time, and it was not good. Yeah, it was started. I know it was started after the okay. one and done rule right. was put into place. The uh, it's guys like Kwame Brown that like yeah. <laughs> The first ever high school player to be number one overall pick. And Sour, I mean, he was not good in college. But what, what the NBA does constantly is provide rules to protect owners from being owners. Well. Like, they can't. Like, otherwise, there was no... These old guys that, with these hobbies that have right. money to burn <laughs> probably need oh, to be protected from them. put a move on Jimmy Butler. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I really think that this could be the best recruiting class of basketball history, and then next year might be even better. Yeah. Which is freaking wild. Yeah. Yeah. Ne- next year is the year that Auburn can really capitalize on this Final Four run. Yeah. Um, because we already had this year's class locked up. Right. Um, and this is possibly the best recruiting class we've ever had, right? Yes, okay. Yeah. Oh, it is the best. This year ever. and then next year and then the next year. Yeah. Next year will be better. I mean, it's all. It, if we sign Greg Brown, it'll be hard to ever. If we sign Greg Brown, it'll be he's the number three player in the or number two player Depending in the country. On who you look, it was three to six Jeez. between three and six. He's the top ten player in the country, and he plays a position that is a premium in right. in Bruce's offense and defense. Right. He's he, a three. He's and he's a really freaking good. Three. He's the Chuma replacement. Yeah, yeah. If Chuma, if Chuma came in shooting really well, yeah, yeah, right. If Chuma, well, no, Chuma, Chuma did come in natural born scoring well. machine, but. Yeah, Isaac Okoro is a good enough defender too that I'm really excited to see what Bruce just unleashes on people with him next year. Yeah, and and Cooper man is just he's he might be better than Jared. Yeah, he's, he's just really, lightning really quick good. and just oh, man. So do we want to do hammers and nails of the week? Real quick? Hammers and nails of the week because I definitely brought to you by Sonic Tools. Who's your hammer of the week, Ryan? Well, as of maybe two hours ago, former Auburn baseball player. Detroit Tigers double A pitcher Casey Myers threw no hitter today. Yeah. And boy Casey. Nice. Yeah, where where is he at? He is at double A. I'm not exactly sure what the Tigers double A affiliate is, but yeah, this was his double A debut. He started the season in high A uh, in the minors and just blew away everybody he was pitching against. Nice. Just like he was at Auburn. Uh, and then Went to Double A. Probably got there earlier this week. Still getting to know all the guys there. They're no hitter. No big deal. Nice. Only one walk, seven strikeouts. That's uh, amazing. Got a feeling he'll be in Detroit by the end of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think so for sure. Probably by the end of the summer. Yeah. Who's your hammer of the week, Chief? I tell you, my hammer of the week is okay. Jack, beep this out. And then he just did that. So and then Wonder Woman amazing. is just all over the place, ruining everything. Amazing. I can't wait to see that movie that you spoiled. got spoiled for me. <laughs> uh, and then my hammer of the week is... Uh, my hammer of the week is everybody who donated to Iron Man of Golf. Every single person who did, especially Walt Austin, uh, and all people who I've never met who did it. Again, the internet is a wonderful and beautiful place if you want it to be. Who's your nail of the week? Oh, man. Uh, I watched too many Braves games this week, and it would be the Braves bullpen. Oh, very <laughs> Multiple games where they had Sorry. a more than one run lead and just gave it right away. It was, man, we've got the bats. It's just. <sighs> another former, uh, it's another hammer of the week, though. Another former Auburn baseball player, Josh Donaldson. Oh, yeah. Had Bring a game-winning brain. three-run homer Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Amazing, guys. The Braves. Go Braves. Go go Barves at the moment. <laughs> my my nail of the week is this one guy who I... This is funny because it goes back to the guy, people who commented on my bicycle being vintage. There were a couple people that I passed on that bike ride that rode Pinarello Dogmas, which is a bike. That cost about $13,000. And if you are riding that bike, you should not be getting passed by me. And if you are being passed on by your me, old-timey bike, if you are being passed by me on my old-timey bike, you need to get rid of your bike and you need to give it to me. 
Because you're wasting your this time. This is what I was thinking. School. I think you were probably riding with a lot of people that spent a lot of money on their Dude, equipment. There so, was, uh, this would be like a Crow playing with Pro V1s in the Iron Man tournament. Yes. I've got a Huffy. This, this, some of these bikes, man, were are actually incredible. I've got a Murray. Oh. Go racers. Did, he, yeah. did your uh, bike complain about getting sacked? No. No. Oh, man. No. There's two Murray man. sports jokes. Wow. <laughs> back to back. Uh, my nail of the week is anyone and everyone that watches Game of Thrones and talks about it on the Dude. internet, or to me, or anyone. I'm so sick of that show. I've never watched one episode all the way through. Don't bother. I'm so sick of it. It's, Who cares? No. It's, Hipster Chief and it, Crow over here. It cannot saying that be don't that watch good. Thrones. Well, I just, either, just read the books if you really want to get to, They're way better. I'm not into that kind of stuff. I, it's, it is what it is. I'll watch bike racing instead. I'll say the this. The only guy who does that. Instead. I'll say this. The, 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 the reason that I don't really like the TV show is, well, the number one reason is the whole spoiler thing for me because it's far beyond the books now and they're just spoiling away. But the other is that everything I like about the books is not in the show and it's not the show's fault. You can't really do it on TV or in a movie or any other format other than a book. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, uh, it's not that I blame the show. It's just that, uh, it, it yeah. just doesn't have what I like about it in the show. Yeah. And I hate that everyone else thinks it's the greatest thing ever and won't shut up talking about it. So, and they spoil it for you. Yeah. And I'm out here dodging spoilers like Neo in the Matrix. So that's fun. Um, My other nail hammer of the week is Jakob Fugel saying. That's not a real name. The Dane who won the Liege Baston Liege. I think think his time was like four hours and five minutes. Which means that he rode 150 miles on a bicycle in about 15 minutes longer than I rode 60 miles on a bicycle. So that's. That's pumping it. He's moving. He's did, did he stop for brakes like you did? No. No. He never, he didn't have rest brakes. No. <laughs> no, he's just moving. Man. Moving some carbon fiber is across insane. Belgium. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's it for our show today, guys. If you have anything that you think we should have done better, tweet at College and Mac <laughs> on Twitter. Please don't. Tweet at James Jones. Give us more yeah. on Twitter. Oh, uh, shout out to Lydia. Yeah, shout out to Lydia. Champ of the week. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>